Yeah, I, like what I'm I in the car and I turn my music down to like pretend I'm talking on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> Keep that in. <laughs> I'm putting that in. Hello. Welcome, Welcome back. back to Just For Girls. So this is episode two. The big um, three. On to the week three. Three's <laughs> <laughs> my lucky number, so this better be a good one. Really, mine's seven, so I can't wait for number seven. But thanks, guys, for tuning in yet again. We've Another week. released episode two this morning that we're recording now, so it's every Tuesday, and we are on a high. Tuesdays are slowly becoming my favourite time of the week. I feel so productive. Like, I yeah. don't think I get up this early any other day of the week. You don't. I'm feeling good. You're feeling good. But we're super excited to have you here. Today's going to be a bit of a sort of an advice column, like questions mm. that you guys, like a big sister chat. Yeah, we wanted know? to like get really deep, open a few can of worms and just Talk crush. about stuff where maybe not so comfortable always talking yeah. about, but... Everyone always has lingering questions around the topics that we're going to address today. So I feel like a podcast is a perfect way to open up this. Get it all out. Start the conversation. Yeah. So first things first, Sam, how was your week? My week was really good. It was really busy. Mm -hmm. I think by Friday, Izzy and I were both on the verge of a mental breakdown. No, that's it. Izzy had her mentee be on Thursday. When was Thursday? At Beckham Bridge. Oh. oh, oh my God. We went to an event. Um, look, it was a beautiful event. So it was beautiful. a Beckham Bridge event. It was gorgeous. Everyone looked incredible. And you know when you just feel like a bag of poo? Like I felt like I looked like shit. I didn't, obviously. It's just, you know. Um, it was all in my head. All in my head. And I dead set. You know, when you're on the verge of tears and people being good friends and maybe seeing that you're not doing that great are like, are you okay? And it's like, if you ask me that question, I will burst into tears. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. It was one of those and I actually did end up crying. Like, at this event. Oh, you held was, it together well. It wasn't obvious that you were crying. But I think <laughs> in those aspects, it's like we had been on high mm. alert for the whole week. week. It was a huge week. We had a podcast launch. We had Melbourne Fashion Festival. Like, we were meeting so many people. So mm. I think it was just the tip of the iceberg for you and and you were just like I can't be here to be completely honest sometimes it's like when you may not feel your absolute best Mm. walking into a room of a bunch of girls that are literally here to take photos and look incredible and you know if you're not feeling your best it magnifies that times 100 highlighted it was me being a bit of a fucking wuss I don't know why or how that came over me but I did have a bit of a meltdown and I got home I made some pasta watch some tv All better. Yeah. And then we had Saturday, Sunday, Monday, because it was a long weekend in Melbourne, Mm. to just relax and kind of switch off. I think that's something I struggle (laughs) with is switching off. (laughs) Well, Izzy, no. I had a wedding, which was really fun. I love weddings. Thank you. I love love. Like that was just like a perfect wedding. No, I don't cry. I cry at weddings. Yeah, but I'm heartless. I'm numb. You don't cry at weddings because you've got a boyfriend. Yeah, I was there like holding Caleb's hand. Like, oh, weddings and you're single. But it was so nice because my brother has just moved back from America. So it was like the first time he was back for kind of a year. It was the first time everyone was really together. It was also my mum's birthday on that weekend. So we had a lot of family you had time. A family weekend. Which is not only me, I don't really hang around my family mm. much. I need them in small doses, but I think I've had my family recharge and now I won't see them for another two months. Fair enough. Well, yeah. mine, I have a problem. Like, I'll go out and it's nothing good happens after 2am. Like I'll say that religiously. I think everyone will always say that. 
I do not know when to pull myself away and leave. Like yeah. it was a birthday drinks. We had dinner. We went, had some drinks and I was home at 6.30am. Like why can I not leave a situation? Yeah, see, I'm not like that. I'm like, oh. One o'clock. Yeah, right. I want. I want to be like that. I need to learn. Like I. Mm. I actually have a problem. I don't know when to pull myself away. Like it's like in my brain, just stay. Like something interesting might happen. I no. can honestly say the last three hours I was out and about. I may as well have been asleep. Like nothing interesting happened at all. <laughs> anyway, I don't get that, man. And then I'm exhausted and I want to die the next day. Yeah. And that's a weekly cycle. So here we are. See, I'm like the type of hungover person who will get up go to the markets, go for a walk. Like I can't just sit there. And Why do you make us all feel bed. like shit, Sam? No, I think it's actually not healthy. Like I don't know how to switch it's off. Not I don't know healthy. how to relax. It's like me yeah. lying in bed with the curtains drawn all day. It's not yeah, healthy. Yeah, that's not good either, but that's just another. <laughs> anyway, it and gets me to it. on Friday we did our scavenger hunt. Oh, oh my God. Guys. I loved that. That was so much fun. I kind of gave away the locations too much. Like wh- she literally like pin dropped like where all of the bags were. Yeah, because I thought no one was going to come. Everyone it, was telling yeah. me like, oh, you've done it in the wrong time. So I was getting sketched. I was like, these bags just need to be taken. Mm. I've like planned this too much. And I then underestimated all of you guys. And I didn't even have time to get out of my car to drop yeah. the okay like a girl was standing at my door she's like I've been here since two and I was like well obviously you win I like we were both like so concerned of either two things no one was gonna come and we're just gonna be like waiting there for no one to get the bags or that if we put them in an obvious enough location someone's just gonna waltz past and be and like oh after Sephora bag like what's in Hell there yeah you'd like to think that people wouldn't do that but like best believe if I saw a Sephora bag on the side of the road I'd be able I'd to take look it. inside yeah it. well so, Izzy was even like prefacing being like well school might finish at three so then they've got to take time ready goes, that they may not waiting, come she was like if you're waiting for 20 minutes i'm like don't get disheartened and because you're like no one's coming <laughs> i was like god and even like phoebe helped us from our management group and my yeah. brothers and everything and they said they got taken within like two yeah i had girls like down. following me i'm like trying to put it down and take a picture and there's these girls like slowly giggling and like creeping up behind me and i'm That's like guys so you win Mind if I take a photo of it? <laughs> yeah. And then I posted the photo to the Instagram knowing well and good that it had already been taken. So I apologies for anyone in the area. Yeah. But, but we're going to do one like every month. We want to do one with small businesses and everything like that. So this is definitely We want to do it on it. a much bigger scale. We were just being, we were having self-doubt. Yeah. Really? We but really shouldn't. Anyway. It was wonderful. Izzy, what's your product of the week? So my product, more of my favourite thing, I'd say, are the gold hoops. Yeah. I actually wear the same set of earrings like every single day. It's always got to be some type of gold hoop, whether they've got jewels on them or these have like ridges in them. Gold hoops. I Where would you say is the best brand to get your gold hoops from? This is actually my collection with our squares mm-hmm. collective. Yeah. All the other ones are Love Arge. Yeah. I honestly think anywhere. Jolly and Dean have Jolly nice and Dean. ones too. Um, yeah. And mine... I always wear these. Are the Tony Bianco slides? Everyone needs them in. I wear them to Pilates with my socks on. I wear them with jeans. They look really nice with jeans. Comfy. Everyone needs so comfy. Like the top part is like not rubber, so it doesn't give you blisters or anything like That's that. Heaven. They're just the best. So get yourself some Tony Bianco black slides. Wonderful. Now for our favorite time of the week. Question of the week. Whoop, whoop. All right, Sam, what's the question for today? All right, I was thinking of this one when I was driving, actually. Mm -hmm. Would you tell someone who's in a relationship with somebody else Mm -hmm. that you had feelings for them? Um, 
It's a very big moral dilemma, that question, it to is. be honest. Like, it is. You know, you see in those movies and stuff and everyone's like, just tell them how you feel. Like, what can you lose? It's like there's another human being involved yeah. here. Yeah. And it's a blatant disregard for their relationship. Yeah. Like, what are you expecting to come out of it? Are you hoping that they're going to go, I like you too, and leave their partner? Yeah. What would you do, though? I don't think I'd say anything. I don't think I'd say anything. I'm looking at it from the perspective of if another girl told my boyfriend, Caleb, Caleb left you for that girl. How'd you feel? I couldn't do it. So I would never, I don't think I could ever do it to somebody else. No. Like they're in a relationship. They could be really happy. Yes, you have feelings for them. But I also think if if you have have feelings for them and you're talking to that guy every day, that guy is also doing something wrong. But it's also like that guy obviously has feelings for his girlfriend or he wouldn't be with her. It's like what gives you the right to implode that relationship? Just because you might like him. Yeah, well, the girlfriend fucking likes him too. Yeah. You know? I don't think I'd say. I don't think you have a right. I actually think I would, if I have thought about it and go, oh, I really like him, but he has a girlfriend. Okay, I need to remove myself from that situation and I need to leave them. Because I don't think it ever ends like that. I think you'd like someone that's in a relationship. It's like, you're probably going to subconsciously, you know, you'll be flirting with them and you'll probably yeah. deep down be somewhat hoping that they're going to end up Well, you'd be begging for their attention. You want their validation because yeah. you like so them. So I think get yourself out of that situation. You're not helping anyone. You're not helping yourself. No. And it's never going to turn out the way you want it to. So are Find we agreeing? <gasps> We're agreeing. Oh, that's We normally are opposing opinions, but no. Both. So, yeah, moral of the story, don't be. Don't be a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Big sister don't be that girl. Don't be a bitch. Don't be that girl. Don't tell my boyfriend that you like him. Ever. Ever. (laughs) Actually, you can call him hot, but that's it. No, see, I'm like, "Mm, keep your opinions to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) This week, we thought we would sit down and get deep with you guys, address a few things that have been on our mind, open up on the podcast and use this platform as a way to speak about what's going on in our little brains. There's a lot. There's a lot going going on. on. Obviously, we're super grateful for all the love that we have received. And their love is 95% of everything that we get. But there's a 5% of hate. I reckon that's rocking 10% right now. Rocking 10, <laughs> on, especially on TikTok. Oh, our um, TikTok account. So we started a TikTok account to just post those little sort of snippets of us doing our outfit of the week and little like previews almost for you guys to see. Because we do film these and hopefully one day, a lot of people have been asking about releasing the whole thing. Yep. Hopefully one day we can get around to that. But the whole comment section is just not hey. the whole, but say I'd say a good 90% on those TikTok accounts yeah. is It's hit a different hate. algorithm actually because when I go on my own TikTok and I tap on these users' profile, none of them say follow back. Yeah. That's how I kind of know. They don't really know me as a person. They've kind of just seen this rogue clip. Yeah. But it, it, it hurts. It hurts. It's like I think a lot of people comment anonymously. It's hate comes through a lot more on TikTok because yeah. people can just be a user 76521 yeah. being like you're a whore. Like honestly, we still read it. Like we're not – Kendall Jenner, like we see these comments, you know what I mean? Like I read them, like I shouldn't, but I do. It's not like. But even going and saying that, like we obviously have a lot of friends in this industry and no matter how big you are, like I can tell you any influencer that you know reads their comments, reads their DMs, want to know what people are thinking about them. It's inevitable. Like, yes, it's easy to say don't read them or only read the good ones. It's like, but. We're still going to do it and we've been getting, you know, like a girl actually made a video the other day. Yeah. And I think that hit a bit of a different sort of level for us. I think one thing that really upsets us is when people are like, 
oh, you girls seem like mean girls. You guys would yeah. bully me in school. It's like, I don't even know how to reply to that. Yeah, I'm a very sensitive person. I have a very tough facade, mm. but Izzy and I were together one day and we said, let's just mute these specific words that really trigger us and set us up for failure. And if someone were to comment that, then we'd mute it. The comment wouldn't go, we wouldn't see it. And yeah. someone picked up on that and said, you useless girls out there deleting comments, literally top yourselves. What are you being to society? Nothing. You all are useless. Go ahead, block me. She commented that and that went into our filtered comments. And I read that straight away. And people don't realise that we're doing it to protect our mental health. Like, like that why should hurts. we, just because we've created a podcast, like we're not out here trying to be some insightful, all the interesting things in the world. Like we're here to be a bit of entertainment and people calling us stupid and that like, insufferable cows insufferable like, cows someone goes fat one and fat two what a show like what the where is your head at that yeah. that is something that you can comment and I understand it's inevitable us saying this isn't going to prevent it but we're just trying to we're bringing you- light to it because if you are someone who comments a tiktok hate comment you need to think about what you're doing before you do it. Like the my lowest form says, of life. Sorry. Yeah, my mum always says, if you have nothing nice to say, say nothing. You're commenting on someone's platform thinking that they're never going to see it. But I promise you, they're looking for it more than you will ever know. Yeah. And like, if you're going to then go say it to a random girl on the street, or you're going to look at me in the face and you're going to say it, say it. Like, say tell it to me, me in my to face. my face. So some girl actually made a video basically being like, this is my impression of the Just For Girls podcast. And it was pulling in on one of our first conversations where Sam was saying that my, how comfortable I am with eating, like has really helped her with sort of her problems. And this girl goes, you're fat. Thanks. Oh my God. I date an AFL player. Oh my God. Me too. The end. And then comments like ask these girls what their opinion on the recent recession is. Babe, do you know what the recent recession is? Yeah. That's, we're not claiming to be a podcast about world facts. <laughs> we don't fucking know. Also, the fact of the thing is, is this girl didn't tag us. There was nothing for us to actually find. It she just came up on posted our that TikTok thinking that we would never see it. I'm not joking. I opened the app and it was the first TikTok. Yeah, it had five likes and it was straight on my For You page. So that's what I'm saying when you mean like you're thinking this girl that I was never going to see it. I then commented saying, oh, I love opening my For You page to girls mocking me. And it was that little heart face. I go, thanks so much. She blocked me and deleted my comment. So I couldn't actually say anything. And then I see it an hour later, didn't realise Sam had seen it because her comment's not there and was like, love girls supporting girls, blocks and deletes. It's like, if you have the balls to make these videos, why are you blocking us from replying? Yeah, like, and like I think my boyfriend commented and she blocked and commented on Caleb. Like she did it at all, but like she's getting amused out of this. But at the end of the day, I'm going and crying on Caleb's shoulder how much that it's affected me. I then, Izzy and I are sitting on FaceTime that our manager has to come in and we get styled by Denny. And styled by Denny. Oh my God, they um, are the most inspirational person I've ever come across in my and, life. Shout out to you. And they're just sitting there trying to hype us up and make us feel better for something that they haven't even done. And like, that's the hurtful part is everybody else is picking up their pieces. Yeah. Like I had this one guy last year who would comment hate and would comment on my appearance, everything. He never thought, I think his name was Darcy. I want to say his name is Darcy. Shout out to Darcy. Shout out Darcy. He, straight in the camera, Sam. Shout out Darcy. <laughs> he would comment 
serial hate comments about me being a wag, only dating Caleb for the fame and mm. everything like that. He never thought I was going to see it because he's from South Australia. My boyfriend's from South Australia. We went and visited Adelaide and I was out mm, on the town. To Darcy's house and knock, knock. Well, I was at the bar and all of his friends come up to me. Darcy's here. I remember you telling me about yeah, this. Yeah, and he, so he had never thought that I, he was ever going to see me in real life. Obviously, mm. we live in two different states. He never thought out of the millions of people that live in Australia, he was like, I'm never going to see her. Mm. I can comment, hey, when we were put in the same pub, who was scared to even walk up to me? Him. He couldn't even look me in the face. He generally God. like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you're so happy to comment on every single TikTok. But when you see me in real life, I'm 5'2". Like, I shouldn't be scary. Like, you should come up to me and say it in my face, but you can't. Like, if you don't like me that much and you're commenting on all my videos, like, tell me. Yeah. Come and say it to my face. Yes. So, so basically, either come and say it to our face or get the fuck out of our comments. And just think before you speak. The end. To anyone, think before you speak. Okay. Unless it's celebrity spell check, please. Spell check is funny. Wouldn't mind. Correct me on my grandma. I need it. <laughs> no, don't correct me on my grandma. I have the worst grandma, so please don't notice that. <laughs> So yesterday we put up a question box on our Instagram asking for advice or topics you wanted to chat about. And I think the big cloud upon everyone's head, and I think it's more highlighted because it's never been addressed, is Is dating. Oh, mine. Dating life. My dating past dating life. I think think it needs to be squished. It needs to be addressed so then people can kind of move on from it. I know that... All the search bars on your TikTok is like Izzy and your we, past relationship and yeah. everything like that. And I actually never knew you from that relationship. Mm. I knew you before that. And I also think you've worked so hard to build your own brand and to build yourself away from that relationship. 100%. So I think I know it affects you when people compare you or think that you're only there because of him. And it's not true. Yeah. So I think it's the first time you we've need- discussed this. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit nervous, but... Um, rest assured, I'm not here to say anything negative. Like, no, it wasn't a negative point of my life at all. My ex-boyfriend, we did meet when we were like five. So we kind of grew up together. I think when we were together, we did as well as we could being each other's partners. And like, for the most part, our relationship was great. The way it ended is not something I'm going to touch on, but Mm. what was really challenging was dating someone in the public eye. So it's like I didn't do any social media sort of back then. So it's like obviously I have TikTok. I'll go on TikTok and little edits will come up of people showing his girlfriend and stuff and it's all these photos of me. And that's weird to see on a good day. Yeah. But you read through the comments and it's people going, he could do so much better. She's a foot. Like she's nowhere near as good looking as the old girlfriend. Like, isn't he dating this person? Didn't he cheat on her here? And it's like, I know what went on in my own relationship. Like I'm not going to be with anyone if they did that to me or whatever. Like I think it's very easy for people to see one thing and assume another, but like me and that boy are the only two people that know how our relationship went. And it was on our part, it's a positive experience, but definitely reading the comments of people like religiously saying he cheated on me or he did this or he did that. Like, How was the trust in your relationship and how did you go with comparison when you would read those comments and say that, oh, he can do better or she's not good enough, she's not pretty yeah. enough? Did it affect you? I'd say on a comparative level, like on me, self-doubting level, I actually was all right. I think yeah. I trusted enough that he wanted to be with me. Yeah. That those comments of people saying he can do better didn't actually bother me too much. Yeah. 
trust with other girls in a public setting is definitely something I struggled with only because I struggle with that as yeah. well like coming from someone who also dated someone in like the athletic industry w- yeah we both dated athletes for a period of time yeah you trust yeah. them but you don't trust other people I yeah. think people and kind of saying that yeah it still sneaks into your mind that maybe you may not trust them with a certain yeah. person so it's not us blaming all the girls by any means but you know, I remember one of the first times we went out, we just went to this random place with my sister and stuff and he ended up just getting swarmed by girls where I was just so far away that usually I'd be wanting to stand there and wanting to see who was talking to him, what were they doing, but I trusted him enough that I literally went and sat in the outside area, the smokers or whatever, just with my sister and was like, you know what, I trust him, I'd rather not see it. Yeah. You know, we'll be fine, we're going home together, like we're still in a relationship these girls want photos, they want photos. Obviously, as a relationship goes on, like more little things sneak in and I am not the most trusting human being in the world because of what happened with my ex-boyfriend. So I think we did as best as we could in the situation that was given to us to try and like keep it a healthy and trusting relationship. Yeah, and I think that's always hard and especially when your relationship is so highlighted and you're in a relationship that somebody is in the public eye, Mm -hmm. people can make up stories and people run with it and at the end of the day you and that person knew what happened in that relationship and if you trust what happened in that relationship that's all that matters like everyone thinks oh what's the tea what's this and stuff like sometimes there isn't any fucking tea like sometimes there's not and sometimes a relationship just doesn't work and it came to its end and people want the beef and people want to start drama but we're not a drama channel we're not here to start the drama and You're not going to get that. Like Like, people are commenting on these videos because, yeah, I check them. Like we break up and I'm obviously, you know, upset. I loved this boy and I still have a lot of respect for him. We're civil if we saw each other out, which we do occasionally because, like I said, we kind of grew up together, got a very similar friendship group. Like we'll be civil, but I am stalking these videos maybe to see what people are saying. People ran with the rumour that he slept with my fucking sister. I'm like, in when, bro? Yeah. Like, I don't even think this boy had enough time away from me to be sleeping with anyone, let alone my sister. Like, they just run with it. And you're almost sitting, left there sitting like, did he? Like, obviously fucking not. Do you know what I mean? But people roll with it so consistently that you almost are second guessing yourself. Yeah. And I think everyone obviously wants to know and the minute details of people's relationships because it is something that does really well on social media and everyone wants to know, but... That's such a past thing with you. Yeah, and like, I'm trying I don't to, even, yeah. you know. Izzy's he, done so well at building up her, her own brand and she's done it you. without him in there. So she's not going to go back on her life. I want to move forward. It and make like, you look like, it would make it you makes look, me like look like a, a crazy, jealous ex-girlfriend. It's and like, it would make I'm you look not. like a cloud chaser if you were addressing it. Yeah. but I So think, it's more something we've touched on here purely because let's say I had any different ex-boyfriend, I would be touching on it regardless. You know what I mean? So yeah. This is our podcast. This is the place where we get to talk about our lives. And I think we've had like so many questions about it. So we'll touch on it and we'll move forward because I'm busy. I'm a teach and I'm trying to be my own herself. And we have so much respect. Both of us have respect for him and we're never going to shit talk him or speak bad on his name because there's nothing to say. There's nothing to say. So that's, I think, what everyone wanted. I think everyone was expecting some crazy, horrible story about it. But to be honest, there's nothing really bad to say. So sorry that we forward with respect and love and, you know, we get on with our lives. So that's, that's the end of that.
in saying that, obviously, because you were in a relationship, you mm. went through a breakup. Mm. And I think so many people are asking us how to get over a breakup, how to get over a situationship. What do mm. we do that helps us? What did you do or what did you think was the best thing that you did to help yeah. yourself get over that breakup? Or- I actually have like a tried and true way because the way I handled both of my two breakups was so different. Yeah. The very first one, we didn't have any separation. We were in the exact same friendship group. We weren't blocked on anything. I had the ability to message him every time I was drunk because his name was there. Mm. It wasn't blocked. And best believe every time I had a sip of alcohol, I was embarrassing myself. Yeah. And you don't feel good. They don't fucking care. Yeah. And it only makes it easier for them to get over you and harder for you to move forward. But then with the next one, it's like if you cut off the contacts, like not in a negative space, but if you just cut it off, it's like you slowly stop thinking about the person. You don't have any way to message them when you're drinking. It seems so scary to not have contact and access to that person that you shared so much of your life with. But honestly, there's no better way to Mm. move forward. And like I'd say... To be honest, like blocking someone is great and all, but let's like realistically, it's almost better if they block you because you can't undo it. Yeah. You can't undo I it think when you're drinking. Situationships are hard, but I'm just going to bracket into one. I've never had one, so this um, is all you. I'm heartless, so I'm probably <laughs> the one who ends it. But I saw this thing, and my brother has gone through quite a lot of serious relationships and breakups. And I always told him it takes 21 days to build a habit. So if you're mm. wanting to start, to work out if you're wanting to start to journal any every day it takes 21 days for your brain to kind of wire itself in to making sure you do that every day if you block someone for five days and then you unblock them and try to talk to them again say i'm good like i need to talk to them no your brain hasn't yeah you were before and as much as you want to convince yourself that you aren't you are it takes 21 days. If you block them for 21 days, I promise you those three weeks will be absolute hell. I'm going to tell you straight up, those three weeks are going to be the worst days of your suck. life. But every single day after that, it will get a little easier. And if you don't push through those 21 days, you're just going to have to do it again. Yeah, you're going to build yourself a toxic cycle and that's inevitable. But I think writing yourself a massive con list of everything, why that relationship didn't work. Mm. If you guys end up getting back together six months later, but you had six months to grow on your own, one month doesn't work. You didn't have enough time. One month after 21 days is only another week. I'm not out here saying don't get back with an ex. Like if it develops and it works in a place, like I've seen friends get back with a partner and it ends up working out better than it did in the beginning. Like, yeah. But unless you have that time and space to grow. You need to have a significant amount of time together. In saying that, don't live your life with the hope that it's going to end yes. up back together or it's not going to work when it yeah. does. And then I think just writing down all the cons lists that every time you want to text him, read that cons list because I can guarantee you after you finish reading that list, you're going to hate them again. Like if that boy cheated on you and you've written it down, it's like you're going to be like, oh, I missed the way he and used to make me pasta. And then you yeah. read, oh, but he cheated on me. You're going to be like, oh. And if you write it in detail, I can guarantee you, you're going to make yourself feel Mad. like crap. And you're going to make you mad and you're not going to message you're gonna him again. You're going to end up begging his house. But so you'd rather that. I'm a big believer in self-care and spend the time that you put in them or that you spent hanging out with them in yourself. Like yeah. sign up for a boxing class, message your friend, let's go for a walk tomorrow morning instead of waking up feeling alone. Like, mm. okay, what can I do? Get myself out of the house. Keep yourself distracted, especially I think in those 21 days. Yeah. I'm a big believer in this 21 days. Make yourself really distracted so you don't actually have time to sit in your sorrows and sit and yeah. feel sorry for yourself because you're going to feel like shit. Yeah, like if you accept I'm, yourself that you're going to feel like shit, you're going to feel like shit and that's okay. Allow I, yourself to. I'm someone that loves being alone and when I'm sad, it's like I don't want to look at anyone, I don't want to talk to anyone, I want to well 
not even well on that sadness, but I almost feel like my cup get, gets refilled when I have my own space and time. But if you have that mindset when you're going through a breakup, it's like you end up just spending every day alone and it's so much easier than to miss a person if you're by yourself because you used to be with this person every day. Now you're alone. And my friends being amazing friends would be like, we're coming over. Like yeah. you're not you're not going to sit at home yeah. for another day. I know you don't. You may not want to be with us right now, but we're just going to sit there. Yeah. And if they came over, it's like all of a sudden maybe I have 20 minutes here and there where I'm not thinking about it. And yeah. every time they're there, it just slowly and slowly you look back and you're like, I'm not really thinking about this person as much anymore. It's easy to want to be alone in your sadness, but – if you just like accept the help from the people around you, if they're mm. giving it, you know, it's a lot easier to move forward when you don't feel that bigger loss and you don't feel that bigger loss when you've got a bunch of other people like yeah. filling that that hole of like yeah. the person. Because it is a there. hole that you're actually relearning how to fill. So mm. write down, talk to your friends. Okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to achieve. These are my goals. If you actually fill in and work on yourself that much, if you allow yourself to hit rock bottom and work on yourself that much, I can guarantee you, you will love your life soon. You will love yourself, put yourself first and you will – in the best way, they will end up looking at you being like, wow, mm. look how much she's worked on herself. Look how much she's prioritised herself. She's doing amazing. She's boss. And it's like, even now I look back at my last two relationships and you think I'm never going to get over this person. No. No. My well, you think that they're your be all end I think all. I could have been in that. I was like, this is the end. This is just how I'm going to feel the rest of my life. And now it's like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. And you I know, can it, even say I was. You do get over it as yeah. wild as. And as much it doesn't seem like it, it's like literally you will. Yeah. It's You can't not. You're not going to spend the next 80 years of your life obsessed with the boy you were obsessed with when you were 14. Like you're not. No. I always say, and God forbid, I don't ever want to break up with Caleb, but if I broke up with Caleb, I have always worked in my relationship so hard to know who I am as a person and to have everything myself. Like I'm not financially dependent. Obviously everyone's different. If you are, that's okay. But I have my own things going for me. I have my own career. Caleb compliments my life. So I obviously if I left him, that'd be really sad, but I would never be dependent on anything. He doesn't make my life. I do not depend on him to have my life. So obviously I would move on with my life and work harder on that part of my life. So I don't think if you just make sure that you know who you are as a person and never depend on them, then you'll, you'll go far in life. So I think one of the main sort of umbrella topics we also got a lot about was about high school experience. I'm Mm. sure a lot of our listeners are going through that right now. Yeah. And high school is like navigating a jungle like Mm. high school is so challenging for some people and I totally understand why people would want advice on that so what was your high school experience like Sam my high school experience I would say was pretty shit until year 11 right I think a lot of that was me battling my inner demons and figuring out who I was as a person although I'm super blessed I went to such an amazing school my parents worked really hard to send me there both my parents are teachers so they value education a lot Mm. and I didn't care about education and I had a pretty hard home life actually yeah I think that's something that I definitely want to explore more no one knows I actually have never talked about it on social media yeah my brother actually suffered a lot with substance abuse growing up so I didn't have a very good home life and I think I would go to school and I would blame it on school as to why I struggled so much but I think there was just it a was fl- hard not to have like a safe place yeah to be back at and I 
think just something clicked in my head one day when I was in year 11 or something. I think maybe because I was growing up a bit more. I actually liked school as an escape route. I would go to school. I would go to hockey. I was a big hockey player and I would love it. I would rely on my friends. I had a very close knit group of friends. I jumped actually a lot of friendship groups in school. Mm. Um, I'm very opinionated. So Mm. I would (laughs) speak my mind. I think I learned a lot better to how to be a better person towards the back end of school. And then in year 12, I actually didn't go to school because I was in lockdown. So right. I like think you attended school from home. Yes. I, most of my schooling was at home. I didn't have graduation. I didn't have a formal. I didn't have any of that. So, so sad. yeah, I ended up really liking school once I realized I was a problem. And I think I worked hard <laughs> on myself. I am the problem. Yeah, I was the problem. I wasn't, I had a lot of hatred in myself and I yeah. didn't like myself. And I definitely portrayed that onto my teachers, onto a few girls at school. And I will be the first to admit that. Yeah. But I worked really hard on changing who I was as a person. And I think I had my mum there because I had my mum there. My mum always told me school's not the be all end all. Mm. Um, You will find people that you won't get along with. It's just a workplace environment. Like you're going to have people that you don't get along with at school. And you actually realise outside of school and I've realised outside of school is you're put in that environment and you're forced to be friends with that people you actually don't get along with. Yeah. Like you. It's like you're there every day. It's like no one here was plucked perfectly to be someone that you can be friends with it's like a lot of the girls in your school like you will not get along with and you will not like and that's that goes for life if you fight your whole life to be liked by everyone you will end up miserable Mm. period some people aren't gonna like you I know some people aren't gonna like me some people aren't gonna like the way I look some people aren't gonna like the way I talk and once you realize that and you work on yourself and you reflect inwards that's when I started liking it because I was like okay Betty Johnny and Bob, <laughs> even though I went to a girl's school, aren't going to like me. That's okay. I'm not going to fight hard for them to prove myself to them because, yeah. okay, I just won't be friends with them and I'll move on. I'll put more effort in. To the girls that do. To the girls that. that do. Yeah. And I think that's when I started liking school. But I love not being in school. Gotcha. How about you? How did you go? I absolutely fucking hated school. I hated fucking it. Hated, hated it. it. Hated it. <laughs> fucking hated it. I actually had a really tricky time with girls my whole schooling. Like there was never a moment where I felt safe and comfortable and happy with a group of girls that I felt supported by and liked by. Do you know Mm. what I mean? And girls are fucking mean. Like I'm not saying that I'm an angel saint, but like I definitely was not a mean girl or a bully in school by any means. Mm. I was always really lucky that a lot of my best friends didn't go to my school. Like I had like two or three like great friends. We just didn't go to the same school. Yeah. So going to school every day, like there was, you know, those groups that would be the groups I would sit with. Yeah. But it's almost, it's very like hard on your self-esteem when you find that you're the brunt of the joke. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And it's easy. That's very common in a boy's school, but it's not like they're just laughing at you in a girl's school. Like they're not taking the piss out of you. Like they're being mean. Yes. And I felt that I was always the one that copped the brunt of that in the groups that I was in. Yeah. It's so easy to be like, am I the problem? And like, you know what? Maybe I was. It's like, why is it always happening to me? But like a lot of the time it's just girls are rude. Yeah. You don't know whether it's jealousy. And I'm not sitting here saying that girls were mean to me because they were jealous of me and wanted to be me. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But maybe it was because I had a strong opinion, maybe because they knew I might not cry and I might fight back that it was a bit funnier to do it like that. But 
I just did not have a good experience by any means. And I ended up leaving the school I was at in year 10 Mm -hmm. after I went on a term long camp called Marshmead. I was at MLC. Yeah. And I loved, I did love Marshmead. Really? Actually, so many people have said that. It was was a really good experience, but I think I was just like, I hit the end of my road with the girls that I was at school with and I wanted a fresh start. I wanted to get it done. I had what, three years left. And I was like, I just, maybe a different environment might get rid of some of the animosity that I'm like, that's happening at this school, you know? Yeah. So I moved and that school was fine. Like the girls, some of the girls were horrible. I remember I walked into the bathroom one day and two of the girls are in cubicles talking shit about me. Fuck. So I waited there and then they came out of the toilet and they're both like, oh, oh, and then they left. I'm like, fuck you guys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Anyway, girls weren't, I kind of almost just like was like, I need to deal with this by myself. You know, I had like one or two great girlfriends, but in the scheme of things, it's like I wasn't in the group like everyone else was. And I understood that at my second school because it was already a very developed friendship group when I got there. Right. Do you know what I mean? So yes, two or three of them were lovely. Yeah. And not all of them were rude, but it's like as a group, I wasn't in that group. I wasn't ever fully going to be in that group. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I actually moved back to my old school in year 12 because it was bigger. It had more periods, it had more free periods, it had more, more options. And I was like, if I don't, I'll drop out. So I need to go to a school yeah. It's so big. I just literally did my own thing. I'd go in there every day. I'd study. I'd get out. I was just a number. I didn't really care much about the girls by the end of it. Like I'm here to get this year done or I wasn't probably going to do it at all. Mm. I remember my very first day back, one of the girls that went to that school that I kind of became friends with over that period of me not being there, I was so excited to like come back and I thought we were in a good place and I almost felt like I had a bit of a confidant, you know, coming back into it. And on my very first day, one of the girls comes up to me and is like, I just want to let you know, like, let's call her Becky. Becky's told everyone not to talk to you today. I'm like, Becky's my best mate. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, So I was like, you know what? I'm on my own. And I got it done and I always had amazing friends outside of school. So it was never the end of the world. Yeah. But like, we're there for... X amount of years. Like it's not the rest of your life. Like if yeah. sometimes you just need to put your head down and go in and get it done and Literally. girls may not like you and they may not talk to you, who fucking cares? And I think when you're in high school, you think it is everything. And it is like everything. You think That's not a the time bad way is. of thinking about it. At yeah. that point, it is everything. But my school actually didn't have a popular group. Mm. I think everyone had their own friendship groups and no one really idolised one group. I think that's such a common thing, especially in movies. There's always the popular group. Yeah, I don't know if ours really did either. It's like- Mine didn't. And everyone kind of kept to themselves, but there was definitely a popular group in the whole scheme of my year level, like outside of school and everything, there was yeah, always, there always the groups. Yeah. It's the ones that and hang out with the boys real early on. You <laughs> always, yeah, literally, yeah. literally, but you always wanted to, like everyone always wants to be a part of that group. And I feel like you overcompensate or you kind of change who you are as a person to try to fit in or to be liked by them or to seek approval from them. But I can tell you right now, those people that peaked in high school, they're not they still peaking exactly now. That. They peaked in high school. Like they're not peaking now. Like people aren't fighting for their attention now. Like that stuff doesn't matter after school. Like if I, if you can take one thing away from that, the people who peaked in high school, it doesn't matter now. Like yeah. they're just normal people. They've gone off to uni. They've made their friends. I've made my friends. It doesn't matter. Like everything changes the moment you leave Literally school, the moment like, you leave school, everything changes and it literally doesn't mean anything. 
So it's so hard in the moment in time, but like you'll be done in a few years. Yeah. You'll be done and you'll be on to actually like your life. Yeah. You'll be with the people that you like and the people you choose to spend time with. Yeah. But at school you just have to understand you're forced to be with these people like. And not everyone has a smooth run. Not everyone's going to love it. You're not going to love it. and It's not for everyone. No. It literally isn't. But if you can't hold it out and finish it. Try your best. best. But also don't worry too much about grades. Irrelevant. Haven't spoken about it since I finished school. And still not doing anything with it now. I've never gone to uni. I've never needed it. I went to a uni for a year and so I've deferred. You know, if you do need an ATAR, great. Push towards it, you know, but if you don't, there's always ways around it. Not us. And you shouldn't either. Another thing that people asked us to talk about is comparison. I think in this world when everything is so reachable in social media, it's easy to compare your life. I do it. I even compare myself to you. Same. Like we walked in the other day. Yeah. <laughs> we walked in the other day to film this and we both just kind of looked at each other and... I started getting insecure because I was looking at the viewfinder of Izzy. I go, oh my God, she looks so much better than me. And I said, Sam, God, you look so good today. Like I feel so shit. Sam goes... Dude, I was just thinking the exact same thing. Like, yeah. It's even just two of us and the fact that we're doing a podcast is a two. It's so easy for to us in yourself. every aspect yeah. to compare ourselves yeah. to each other even. Yeah. So, but I also know no matter how hard I try, I'm never going to be easy. I'm never going to have that husky voice. Oh. I'm never going to... Go out for a few oh, drinks and I, I think am. you'll do just fine. I'm never going to last till 5.30 in the Stop morning. Stop it. That's not something you want to be. <laughs> Sometimes I do because I want to be able to let my hair down. Like I'm such a type A type of person that I've mm. thought about every single thing I'm going to do down to the hour mm. and I wish I was a bit more spontaneous and I wish I was a bit more carefree and I didn't worry about that stuff and I compare myself because you are like that. Well, it's like even just an underside of comparison, it's like what you just said, you're looking at me going, oh, she's so carefree. It's like the demons and the anxiety that like goes on through my life from drinking till 5am. It's like the whole next day I want to I want to die. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? But you're sitting there going, oh, Izzy looks like she's having a blast tonight. It's like the next day I'm on my deathbed. Literally. It's like you just never really know and it's... Comparison's the thief of joy, literally. Oh, God, yeah. That's like it's, the quote I'll take to my deathbed. You know, like, we scroll through TikTok and there's beautiful girls absolutely everywhere and you might be like, oh, like, I wish I wore that. I wish I could afford that. I wish my hair looked like that. It's yeah. We do that tenfold and maybe it's even harder that it's that our job to be on social media because we almost can't escape these beautiful people like no we can't escape it and I think I'll admit it I also feed into it like mm. I posted a beautiful TikTok of us all looking amazing in our Beckenbridge dresses mm. not knowing that you were having a mental breakdown that day but people don't know that yeah. you're not gonna go posting a photo on your story crying being like just had a menti b like just <laughs> makes it a bit lighthearted. Just yelled down at my boyfriend down on the phone. Like, oh, yeah. Caleb and I just had a fight, and then you just posted a photo of you two yeah. looking beautiful at a wedding. Like, Caleb 100%. and I were fighting that morning. I'll be completely open. It's to just it. you never like, know what goes on behind the screen. That doesn't like we can say that you know until the cows come home, but it doesn't take away from the fact that like you can look at someone gorgeous and be like, why don't I 100%. look like that? Like but we can be like, maybe she's upset the day. It doesn't take away from the fact that you're like, I want to look like that. Yes. But I think it's even going into someone's life. Like everyone sits there and says that like, and you get so offended by it. I get so offended by being like, you've had everything given to you. You're so Mm. privileged. I'm like, you've only seen like the past 15 months of my life. And yes, I am so privileged. Yes, I am so grateful. And yes, I do have an amazing life. We're not sitting here saying we're ungrateful for that. It's like, like we're lucky and we're not saying that we're not, but it's frustrating to have everyone think that they see 
everything about your life from one little screenshot of it. So that's why I would never judge someone I saw online. Like you have absolutely no idea what's going on. So, And I have woken up to that since being in in the public eye and like especially I think I woke up to it the most when I started dating Caleb and Mm. he was playing AFL at the time and I was hanging out with – he lives with another AFL player and I saw them after their games and he – his name's Jack Crisp. Hey, Jack, if you're listening. But <laughs> he would go home to his wife and his two kids and he'd make them pasta and he would go home and he'd be a dad. But everyone was sitting there being like, oh, my God, Jack, like such a good AFL player and they'd idolise his family. But I was like, they're still having family issues at home. Yeah. Like they're still putting their kids to bed. So still crying on the carpet. Like mm. they're still a family and they're yeah. still doing family things and they are a family. Yes, they get to go to all these amazing events and all of these red carpets and they get to have these lovely dresses. But at the end of the day, you always have to think the people that you're comparing yourself to, like Kim Kardashian still sits in the toilet and wipes her ass full of shit. She could have <laughs> diarrhea today. Like... <laughs> Yes, Kim Kardashian is literally a drop-dead gorgeous human and she's really rich, but she still wipes her ass. See, I just – I've never thought about that way. I think about it all the time. Like, oh, she could literally afford anything, but Kim Kardashian still has to wipe her own ass. Yeah, and sits on TikTok (laughs) while she's taking a shit. And and (laughs) North is probably yelling at her, mom, mom. Like, she still has issues. I reckon she is difficult. Yeah, she is going to be a troubled teenager, but, like – uh, it's so yeah. easy to get yourself caught up in it in your own mind. But if you, like, anytime you go have a public speaking, you go, oh, just imagine everyone naked in the crowd. Yeah. Like, if you're comparing to someone just being like, she literally could have diarrhea right now. Why does everything end up back at shit? Because I think that's <laughs> such a vulnerable part. Like, it is, think, it is. Like, that is in your most vulnerable era. That's what I do. <laughs> so if you want to stop yourself from comparing yourself. Like, just, I'm thinking I about that poop. right now, looking right at you. Yeah. Sam wipes her ass. I do. Herself. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have someone doing it for me. Caleb. What oh, Kayla, what are you doing wiping my bottom, silly boy? Stop that. <laughs> you just so silly. Stop. So silly wiping my bottom. <laughs> What the actual fuckity fuck? Stop it. Guys, I actually don't wipe my own bum. My boyfriend does it for me. Oh, Caleb. Where can you get a boy like that? Literally. People ask me, how do you find a boyfriend like that? Well, on their if first, I knew. On their first date, just say, will you wipe my bum? And if they say no, then you go, next person. So that was the big sister chat with Izzy and Sam. I hope we actually gave you some advice instead of just... Rambling on. Rambling on, but... I feel like we needed to have a deep chat after last week's episode. We had a giggle and now this week we're just... We're getting the tears out, really. Yeah. Surprised we didn't cry. None of those. I think we're learning every day how to be confident in ourselves. I feel like Mm. it's just one step at a time and at the end of the day, like, I'm still learning. Like, I'm only 20. Like, I'm no perfect person either. So, yes, I have advice to give, but I would also like some advice. So, if you guys have any advice of to not compare yourselves or social anxiety i'd really like that one please send that through to the dms we i'd really like an essay under advisement if you're a psychologist uh, please hit me up free sessions thank you yeah i don't have any rebate left so i'm on medicare <laughs> use all those up in my teenage years um yeah <laughs> the teenage years sucked it dry um, um what oh. the sahara desert up in here what on the sahara desert oh yeah but yeah, thanks so much, guys, for coming along with this week's episode. Be sure to follow us all on our socials. Maybe not the TikTok because we were seeing yeah. a lot of hate. You over know there. what? Unless 
you want to jump in and come to our defense a little yeah, bit. Yeah, guys, fight back. Because like, like, we can't, like I want to. Yeah. But I think I'd get a bit rude. Like it's, you, you know, guys can. I want to be nasty back, but I like, I just think it's best that we don't. So, you know what? You guys come fight back. Fight back. Let's start a movement. Like we're the JFGs. JFGs, ladies. Fight back. And boys as well. You're also JFGs. Yeah. Hey, boys. We heard someone was listening to us on a construction site. So if you're listening, hey. No, we honestly, when we hear the boys listen to it, it like makes it my It actually soul. loved it. We love it. It like honestly makes me so happy. So yeah. thanks for joining if you're a boy. Yeah. Um, but every week, every Tuesday morning at 7am, we'll have a new episode out. So we love you very much. We love you all. Stay sexy, loves. Bye. 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 Bye.